One, two, three. And I'm Bernie. And this is the It's Too Early for this podcast. Today we'll be talking about migration and we have two special guests with us, Augustin and Chanik. Hello. Hello. Okay, so anyways, the two videos we watched for class were what was one about migrating from South America to the U.S. And what was the other one? The other one was about the Rohingya, um, the ones in Myanmar where they were pushed, like the Rohingyas are pushed out to the border by the Myanmar people because of their religion. So the question is, do we think migration is worth, is like worth it? Like, do you think it's worth it? Um, I've talked about this in the class and all, but I think personally that it all depends on the situation. There are some cases where you're forced to migrate, um, where there's life-threatening uh, things like maybe there's a natural disaster, there's a gang after you, etc. These things where you have to migrate or else you'll die, right? Might as well move uh, because, I mean, unless you want to die, you're going to have to, you know, migrate. Um, in some cases for the Rohingya, I would say it isn't forced. Um, it is more like, I mean, it really, I don't know. It's really an extreme case because they have nothing to live for. I mean, they're practically just dead. There's nothing they have. They have poor. They're living on the beaches with absolutely nothing. They have no money, no income. And so I guess they're kind of forced actually to migrate uh, down to Malaysia or Indonesia to actually have a living. Whereas maybe... I know, like in some other cases, maybe like the South Americans migrating to America might not be as pressing. But how about if while you're migrating, like, like because I remember that in the video, I seen that um, some people were killed where they were trying to um, move across to Indonesia. So that's what I want to talk about. Okay. So in uh, the video, in the Rohingya video, they talked about how, first of all, they do not have enough resources to provide for everyone on the boat like they don't have enough food don't have enough water so everyone so a lot of the people on the boat eventually die of dehydration or they ingest like salt water from the ocean because that's the only other place where they can get water the second one is they face abuse from the people other people on the boat like they get sexually harassed or sexually abused physically physical abused and all that not great stuff so chad you want to add anything else because i know you have an article about like women migrant women getting harassed and stuff um i mean i don't have that a lot of um perspective on this right now but um i mean information but i feel like if if they're risking their life to um have a better life I guess that's like, in my opinion, I feel like that's a good choice because honestly having like, you probably don't want to stay in a place where like literally it ruins your life and you have to stay, uh, stay in that life for like every, like for a whole, for, for your life. For, yeah. yeah. For your lives. Yeah. So like, I feel like, um, move, like, risking your life is a big thing, but at the same time, it will be really beneficial for them as a economic situation and all those et cetera stuff. Yeah. And I, I think you're making this assumption with the fact that the country you're migrating to accepts you. 
what happens if the country that you move to doesn't accept you? So yeah, that's well, why you that's why you move illegally. What? Wait, but that's but but Chen, if you move illegally, I mean, I I understand, but like Chen, you understand, right? That the main part why my people from Myanmar, the Rohingya, weren't migrating, is because they didn't have a citizenship, and wherever they migrated, they would just be sent as illegal, which means they would just be sent to prison, and life would be even worse than it already is. So to migrate in a new country with no citizenship, passport, or anything is really really bad. Like if you had a passport. They don't care because they just go. They have a yeah, visa or not. And not only that, but you cannot get a job if you go yeah. there illegally. Then you cannot what get are you a gonna job do there? unless you like work for like black market mafias and stuff. It's not like you. Dude, then, how about this? Yeah, if you get threatened by the freaking MS13, like in Mexico, then like there's no way you can like survive, right? Okay, so, but Chen, it's also the same thing. Like even if you have a passport and you have everything, like the people in. Mexico, people in Mexico, people who migrate to Mexico, who migrate there legally, are still considered illegal immigrants by people of higher power, if that's the right word. And not only that, but also you have to remember that if the city does accept you, or uh, if the government does accept you, maybe the inhabitants won't. And therefore, they would make your life as bad as uh, being threatened by MS-13. Like they might, uh, what you say, humiliate you. They might find ways to kick you out of the country. They might stab you or something like that. You know, they would just try everything to get you out of their country. So shouldn't the government take the responsibility of this situation then, like overall? But why would the government see the government only? cares about usually about their own country what their country wants right the government is getting taxes from other people to help that own country education etc if immigrants come in and take those spots that's that's opposite of what the government's trying to do for no, but, the, but the thing is that in according to the um the economic like our economy there's a side it literally says that it might um if people migrate to other country there's a chance of boosting the economic growth yeah, of course. Okay, so it depends on the country. Let's say, why would you want immigrants to go into China? There is absolutely no point. The ch- China is massive. Like, why would they want right? Right? Why would you want to put immigrants in France or America where they're unwanted? They don't want immigrants. They're but just gonna be kicked out. Is it? Um, wait, slavery is a bad thing, right? So- yes. Oh no, Chan. It's oh a, no, it's, Chan. Chan. Slavery Chan. is so fine, Chan. Chan, Chan, you say that in America. Yeah. Well, like, I mean. All right, here, listen, listen, Chan. Mm-hmm. Both slavery and human trafficking is bad. And apparently those illegal. two is still, yeah, it's both illegal and also it's still happening. And you would be surprised the number of human trafficking that's still happening, even though the uh, United Nations uh, magic implemented the law where it should be illegal for every country just because it's illegal doesn't mean people are gonna stop doing it like yeah, like only 90 percent of countries stopped uh human trafficking but then all of that other 10 percent is still doing it and that's well, the same for it, slavery just not making it illegal no that still means they're doing it yeah but i mean like the thing is korea and Japan are two countries that need immigrants. Like we've already looked at 
different videos about how they are almost like they're they for their economy to keep on growing for them to be sustainable for the future they need these immigrants to come in take these lower class jobs give the korean the higher class jobs right it boosts it helps koreans still happy they don't have to do those shitty jobs the immigrants do them for an even cheaper price and they get boost this gives both immigrants a job a better place to live a better economy a better for all the immigrants and it also helps the economy for the country helps the people in that country and like but some countries obviously don't have that i would say luxury or opportunity like we could say in europe majority of countries have a lot of um like they have enough people and they have enough jobs and they have like unemployment of course and so these countries they don't necessarily need immigrants uh to come into those countries because obviously they'll be well you know like threats yeah, but, like that. but you also have to understand that sometimes it's not that the migrants want to be migrants there's also forced migration involved for example there could be uh forced migration that's caused by a uh, conflict induced uh displacement or development displacement or even disaster displacement right and there's also different type of migrants you have refugees you have asylum seekers you have internally displaced people and so on so forth so you have to take in fact that those people are trying to find a place to migrate to and that's also harder for other countries because of course they would try to migrate to a place where they could have good jobs as well and if countries just continue blocking migrants from entering where do they go in the end i don't think it's that they're blocking them because like i remember from the iasis dance drama piece they were talking about how a lot of the migrants usually go to these countries as like transfer countries like how indonesia is one of them um, they're, they were told by the, not the UN, but it was like something that helped with the refugees and that they were basically here just temporarily, just until they get their like refugee card or paper paperwork. And then they could move on and move to the country they were planning to go to. And also I just want to quickly mention uh, so far, we've been talking about migration occurring to other countries, right? But did you know that most migration isn't really happening between countries? It's more like between cities? Yeah, like people from the countryside move to the city to get a better job. Exactly. Yeah. Like in 2014, uh, it was approximately 54% people all around the world move to urban places like cities and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So is that type of migration, people moving from countryside to cities, good or bad? What's your opinion on this, Chan? Wait, can you repeat that question one more time, please? Yeah, I, I thought you had that Wi-Fi. So is it bad for people to move from the countryside to the city side, to like, uh, large cities or mega cities um like you go from working on a farm to working in like an office building in the city why would i even move though like because you get better jobs you get uh jobs 
Yeah, and there's also a higher working but, age. But like moving to a city, isn't that like like a whole new thing for them? Like, isn't it hard for them to like sustain? Um, Obviously, okay. The main point, the main part is a lot of people actually immigrate from rural areas to like, where was it? For, yeah, from rural areas to what are they called? Urban areas. But like the, the big thing is they actually go in blindly because a lot of them, they don't have connections in those urban areas. And so they just have to go blindly there and hope for a better job. Like they're, they're putting a big risk that they, they're putting a lot of money to travel there and stay there to find a job. And at the end, it might just not work and they might have wasted so much money. And actually, if they were farmers, a lot of their crops, like if they left them just to, you know, do it for a week, like that, that, that could ruin the crops for the entire year. Like it's very much like, especially farming. Like I don't know if obviously there's many jobs in the rural areas, but farming is the main one, I guess. And like, like I've read things about like how you leave the farm for a week or two and it ruins the crops for the entire year. So like that could be their entire income gone. Wait, so that's why it's really risky. I have a suggestion. Um, should we, okay, hey, it, it might sound kind of stupid, but like at the same time it might work. I feel yeah. like um, there should be like a community where they, where they help the uh, migration. Like they help the people who migrate to come to the country and then like they build up like a like a how do i say like a and we already have that what do you mean it's called roshan oh they exist but they're like oh really they're yeah. not really supported in all countries some countries just yeah. don't support it and some countries it's like it's like it's it's hard like you know how many thousands of people migrate to different countries like these things they, they're many yeah but they don't they can't like supply that many people you know how many people they have to house feed and they have to get their the only way they get their income is through donations and events maybe you know which technically is technically donations so there's a club at school called roshan and what they do is every weekend they go to the place where the like the refugees are housed they, our house and then they just spend the day with the kids because they don't really get good education and then they talk to the adults figure out a way figure out ways to help them get income because they can't work because they don't have citizenship anywhere they don't have they technically don't have a they don't have a country to like to say that they're from that country because they fled so they're here temporarily, but in the dance drama thing again, there was that one woman who was here for five years, even though they said that she would only be here for a year or two, just waiting to get her um, refugee card to say that she was a refugee. And so then she could get a job, but she was here for five years when they said she was going to be here for two. Wait, uh, I have a question about that. I was trying to figure out what a refugee card is. Like what's different between a refugee cart and a visa cart and which one would be more useful for a refugee? It's not, it's not that. I think it's because the refugee cards are made specifically for refugees. So they're probably going to be less expensive than getting an actual visa. Okay, but does that mean that there's also limitations with a refugee card? Yeah. It's gonna Such as? Like it's going to, because... I'm just going off of what I remember from the dance drama performance. I just remember that getting the card took ages because they had to get it approved multiple times by multiple different people. They had to make sure they were able to get a steady income 
which was hard because none of them had jobs, which was very hard to explain. And it just, it was a very long process, which is why some of them still don't have it because they just keep getting denied. Okay. So if, imagine if you're getting denied like 50 times for a refugee card, imagine of getting a visa. All right, understandable. Uh, Augustine, it looked like you had something to say. Yeah. yeah, so, okay, so we talked about kind of the pros and the cons again about uh, immigration, migration in, the, in this uh, podcast. So, like, at the end, just like we did last time, let's have, like, a bit of our opinions. Maybe talk about connecting to our articles, maybe, like, overall opinion about yes, no, is it bad, is it good? Okay. Yeah, Shanisha, you look like you want to talk. So, we were talking about how, like, um, like the trips – and like how the immigrants would not, some of them would not get accepted into the country. How do we feel about those who move into the country or finally migrate here and then get physically or sexually abused by their workers? Because the article that I have talks about how, so basically there's this, um, there's this kind of company who sends Indonesian migrant workers who work in the domestic slash house household sector, they get sent to Saudi Arabia to work for a family. And in this article, it talks about how two of the women got sexually harassed by their bosses and ended up killing their boss through self-defense and the court the court ruled that they would get the punishment of the death penalty. How do we feel about that? Harsh. I'd say like it's been banned in many countries for a reason. Like death penalties are just not a thing that you this should happen anymore. Like with this. Arabia, sorry. In Saudi Arabia, there's a there's a law. Well, well, you know these countries are like. Why would you migrate there? Like. Work. That's that's. For what? The Indonesian migrant workers. Indonesian work. migrant workers? Yes. They, they what are, are those? They're part of a company who, not company, but like an organization who sends Indonesian migrant workers to work in domestic slash household sectors in Saudi Arabia. And, and I mean, are, is it working out? I mean, in this article that, I'm, that I brought, talks about how the women got, had indecent acts acted upon them they self de they defended themselves and then ended up getting executed because they s defended themselves yeah i mean these countries are pretty harsh I'm, i mean i'm not sure why you would send people to saudi arabia it's not really a developed country it's pretty it work, I, I, I understand that people i mean i understand this is like pretty much like like it's like a pretty peak thing like you know risking your life to go work in a very unstable like really like i would say not unstable but i would say like quite a unsafe like area to go to like i mean you wouldn't go work in like iraq or iran unless like you really had like a like a lot of pay but i mean those those places are also in war so it's really dangerous um but i mean like in my article um it talks more about like i'd say the positives about um like immigration looking at kind of how the u.s economy has like immigrant immigrants have had a massive 
a contribution to the U.S. economy, um, kind of like becoming the um, as big as it is today. Um, and uh, it talks about how, like, obviously, a lot of people say, like, Trump, you know, get the immigrants out, blah blah blah. But like, that's kind of that doesn't really make sense because obviously, as stated here, like, immigrants have been a really big like contribution to helping the American economy. And like kicking them out would just be really bad. Like I know some countries kind of rely on these immigrants, and I think Korea and Japan are going to be two that are in the future really going to rely on immigration. Like to me, overall, I still think it's a very fifty-fifty thing. It really just depends on the circumstance. If you're not forced to emigrate, I would really think have a plan, be mentally, physically ready for migrating to another country because it can be really harsh. You know, you'll be far from your family. You might never see them again. It really like if you if you have a choice. I would say depends on like where you are. Like if you're if you're like of a sustainable income, it's pretty low, but you have a sustainable income. I'd say is it really worth it? Are you sure that you're going to get a better job going to the city, going to another Wait. country? Wait, obviously, I have a question. If yeah, so you basically said that um, if migration, uh, if migrants come to America, it's going to like um, boost the. Um, okay, I'm not saying if more come. I'm just saying so far in America, immigrants have had a very big benefit contribution to the, their economy Wait, but um, have, have you ever thought about like migrants are like like they can maybe get blamed for like increasing competition for jobs in the of States? course of course but with with okay but like with an with an increase in competition this is like also a big problem right a lot of people are saying oh immigrants uh immigrants are taking our jobs i mean in every single country in the world they're just like oh immigrants are taking our jobs and that's why there's always this group i don't know what they're called in the in the like in politics but there's this group that are against um i think it's called f- fascists almost like it's like a, some kind of fascist where like they're against like immigrants coming into country it's like the eu kind of uh, sorry the uk sorry are you talking about oh no never mind i'm thinking about the wrong thing sorry go ahead no i'm saying like like even the uk like getting out of of the eu because of this like how we, people from the eu can go into any country that you to work and people are saying that's stealing jobs and stuff. So obviously in every country it's like that, but I think immigrate immigration as a whole will benefit countries in need. And I think with those extra people that can really help and benefit the economy, just the country in a whole. So do you think the government should have more, like should be more invested into not only helping the migrants, but also helping the people of their country because what, I mean, what we've talked, what, what we're talking, what we're talking about, like the pros and cons, is like, oh, it's great for the economy, but the migrants are stealing. The- well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Some countries they need these migrants because they they have lack of jobs. I mean, lack of what is it? Lack of, they have overemployment. I don't know if that exists, but like they have too many, they have too little people to supply the jobs that they actually need. Okay, wait, Bernie, I'm gonna get to you for a second. I just want to ask this question. Okay, so do we think the government should be more? like hands-on or more invested into helping their country and their people and also the migrants. I mean, that's the thing. If you help both the migrants and the people, you're going to come into a little bit of a problem. Like for example, in Germany, Berlin is a really good example, right? They allow migrants and refugees to come in, right? But for that, they also have less housing space and also less jobs. So right now, Germany is in kind of 
an issue where there's hardly any places for their own people to stay because it's all taken away. All of the land is taken away and the jobs there right now, the only type of job you can get there easily is a taxi driver. Whilst getting something like McDonald's or KFC, good luck trying to find one where they're still employing you. Chan, you look like you have something to say. So wait, Bernie, so does that mean you're saying, so in your perspective, you think that, um, you think that you should like, the migration should not happen and they should just stay in the, um, the same place and yeah, they should no, try no, to improve no, their lives no. from there. I mean, no, not necessarily. Yeah. I, we were talking about if the, like, if the government should help both their people and the migrants, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, and also like, I'm not saying that they shouldn't allow migration. I mean, migrants to come because it's because of the migrants that Berlin is having such a high economy. But also because of the migration, it's kind of just like, you know, it's up and down. Wait, um, wait, I have a question. Sure. Do you, okay, okay, realistically, yeah. Do you think government will like try their best to like help help the migrants? Um, that's a good question. And in my opinion, I think no, they will try just a bit so they stay. But since it's not necessarily their people, and it's more like they're giving them the privilege of being in their country, it would be more like, for example, I give you a job, I give you a house, that's it, nothing else. Um, I I think I somewhat agree with what Bernie says, because I think it all depends on where you are situated. Like, if we're talking about if the government's helping their people in other countries because I know some migrants don't aren't forced don't have to be forced to migrate and they just go there for work or for something like in the article I was talking about because in that's in this article the Indonesian government didn't really do much to prevent the execution of two of their own people but if but I think that's just because of the laws in Saudi Arabia so I think it all depends on where where the migrants are situated and where and what what the government can do as far like as far as the laws in that specific country go wait would it cost lots of money to um provide the migrants like to support them yeah of course it's gonna cost them a lot of money but i mean it, it it's you saw like for example korea spent like millions and millions of dollars on advertisements for for koreans to have babies like yeah, they could spend those millions a, to help those immigrants story. what do you mean that's a different story this is related they're spending millions on advertisements instead of spending millions on advertisements they yeah, but, we're talking, millions. but, that, but you're, that topic is about babies like, yes but yeah, there's the money the use of the money they could now use that money to help those immigrants while c- coming to korea right obviously korea has this thing where they're culture is quite gonna is gonna interfere and they're quite like closed in but you know but like of course they're gonna have to make that change they're gonna have to maybe you know 
seclude an area like i know in different countries there's like areas for specific but like, why would they literally spend that a lot of money chan, chan remember the video we watched about korea's population their decline yeah. because no one if they don't do anything chan their economy is going to drop 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 and there's going to be nothing left in Dude, korea. korea is going like their economic right now is going perfect yeah that's for right now what yeah for right now but the, what they're predicting in a few in in, in a few Chan, decades Chan, like korea is gonna lose its population Chan, remember the video we watched like most of the women in korea don't want to start families because they're working yeah yeah so okay. what do you think happens if they don't have babies retirement age they don't have anyone to they don't have a third generation or a fourth generation to work so if they if they take all that money from advertising on family planning into migration or like or like migrants it's a better use of their money then it'll it'll be better because then they can help the migrants get jobs which is a benefit for them and also boost their economy which is great for korea and also great for their population because they have more people now also, I, I just wanted to tell uh, Chan, because he asked, and we didn't give him a specific answer. You asked how much money does the government pay, right? Yeah. So, I just looked up. Australia. Each refugee gets around $570 per fortnight, correct? Fortnite? Yeah, fortnight. Wait. And not, not Chan, the game, Chan. Chan not the, not game. the game. It's not the game. It's not the oh. game. It's not the game. Oh. They get $570. And then currently in Australia, that rule is still the same, and they have 12,706 refugees. So if you, do the, if you do the quick math. Do the math? No, let Chanique do it. Do the math. Do the math, Chanique. Wait, what's the, what's the question? What's the question for math? Just, just all right, I'll, I'll tell you. The government spends approximately $6,840,000 uh, US dollars per fortnight just for the refugees. And if so you imagine, don't know what Fortnite is, you can just search it up on Google. But Chan, imagine all of that money plus right Korea plus that extra money that they spent on advertisements for babies. They could make like they could bring in more immigrants, make them more comfortable, get them like you know what I mean? Like they could get them like Korea's like dying everywhere. Like their education, like they don't even have primary that many primary schools anymore. High schools are also like getting closed because there's no kids anymore. And so a lot of like the best Korean schools are still there, but the rest are just goners. And that's like why they need these immigrants. And I think probably with this extra money that they get, they could probably spend it on helping those immigrants, you know, feel more so you all I mean, think that, so you all think that migration is a positive thing. I think it's in this time now, I think we should like kind of move around the population to areas and help wherever they can i think is great it's just the way i countries so far have take been care of it and taking care of the migrants it does not seem like a good idea but the yeah. idea is there like the idea is great like moving into somewhere else to benefit yourself and also kind of benefit the country is a great idea it's just the fact that you'd have to travel on a boat with little to no water, little to no food, you might die on on the journey. So there's that. Yeah. So why would you freaking risk your life, honestly? Because even if you stay at home, remember the Rohingya video, they were being discriminated on their religion, and they were getting like attacked. 
Also, and not only that, but also, let's say you live near a volcano and the volcano erupted. Where are you going to go? You don't have a house anymore. No, but that will, but then that, the government will support it in that situation. Not all governments will support it, Chan. Usually you would think the government would support it, but they don't need to. Because remember the Haiti earthquake? Government didn't do anything. They had to rebuild their homes with sticks and tarp. Yeah, but Chan, here's a question. Would you would you migrate? If if like for example living in Jakarta doesn't work out for you, would you migrate oh. to go to a different place? Even though you might die you might die on the journey, you might get kill you might get abused on the journey, you might get abused in the country you're moving to, and you might not even get a job. Would you would you still move or would you just stay here and also get you also might get discriminated, you also might get killed you will not have the same opportunities you will have if you move to a different country. Which one would you do? Okay, but how about, how about let's just say we don't move to other country. We just move to like, like a, sh how do I say? Like we move to a place that is not dangerous. Like it doesn't take, like what I mean by that is like. Where do you want to move to then, Chan? <sighs> Chan, if you move from South America to America, that's dangerous. Yeah, that's we dangerous. We move from yeah. Saudi Arabia to Europe. That's dangerous. No, but then what I move mean from by Jakarta is, to no, somewhere but, else, it's dangerous. No matter but, what no, you but, do, like, I'm saying the that moving you, is dangerous because when you move, you're unprotected. No, but you stay in the same country, but then you just move to other places. So you're talking about like moving like, cities, inner inner yeah country migration. Yeah, I'll probably do that. Okay, but what if the country still discriminates against you? That's what happened with the Rohingya. Even if they move to a different part of the country, they're still going to get discriminated. Or what if the government sucks overall? Yeah, because remember, the government was like, yep, you're not a citizen. You are different. You are not part of Myanmar. Hmm, or again, if a volcano erupted and the government is not paying for the damages or anything, you, you literally have, have no home and you have nowhere to go. You live in a shack where it's standing up with four poles of bamboo and a tarp. So that you would destroyed if it rains. So So you're basically saying that we should move to oh we should migrate to other places even though it's a 50/50 chance where we're going to get killed. Yeah, yeah you you literally have you no have nothing other left. yeah. That's that's my question to you Chen cuz Chen, Chen, if you were just at home and there's like nothing left for you to do, would you risk your life 50-50 to get a better life? Even though that better life might not even happen. because and, and let's also assume that when you're at your house, you literally have nothing. And your roof is also gone. Chen, how do you feel about that? Chen, you don't even have a soccer ball. You don't even have electricity. Or oh. Wi-Fi. But like life is more or important pillows. than that though. Yeah, exactly. Live life fortune. is more important than that. But how are you going to live if you literally have nothing? Nothing to live you for. You have no food. You have no water. You have no electricity. You don't have a house. Wait, okay. Wait, let me ask you one thing. Do, is the company called um the company called UNICEF, right? Wait, is, is that a company? 
Yes, yes. It's yeah. it's an organization. Yeah, it's an organization. Then why can't they help those kind of things? Because do you know how much you know you know how many people they're helping already? They're helping yeah. millions of people. They can't help more than what they're already helping. They're helping at max capacity. They have people working hours, shift all the time for so many things. They're helping, of course. They're helping in so many countries, but they just can't help everywhere. You know, they're not God. They're not Jesus. They can't just help everyone. And not only that, but if you remember what I literally just said. The government in Australia is spending around six million, seven million on refugees. If UNICEF is a private company, not a government company, it is private, right? Are they an NGO? Is UNICEF private? I, I think it's private. But since it's private, they have to spend their is. own money on no, no, more. No, no, no. They get they get, they get money from governments. Oh, okay, never mind, never. But still, they have to spend so much of money. And they don't usually get that money on time for everyone. Yeah. So I think um, overall we had a great discussion. We had at the end we were discussing. So at the end, I think we came to a conclusion that immigration is probably more worth it. We think it's probably a positive thing if it is well managed. Like we said, obviously nowadays it looks like like people are taking advantage or they're, the rule, the way they bring in immigrants is just not good. But it could also, if there was, if the, the the countries are, they 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 properly, you know, actually take care of these immigrants and actually welcome them into their country, it could actually help uh, a lot. Uh, we've seen with examples, obviously, of America and stuff. And so, wait, obviously, um, adding on to that point, I did not um, agree with you guys. I feel like staying in the the same area is better. Yeah, well, I mean that's fine. You know, everyone everyone has their own opinion. It it doesn't matter what. I mean, obviously, this is just a podcast. We just have our opinions. Yeah. I mean, I bet you the the millions of people watching this are gonna, you know, there might be like a, there might be some that agree with you. There might be some that agree with us. You know, but obviously, at the end of the day, it's just an opinion. And you know, obviously, whether you you know you have some beliefs on that, and you've already stated why you think life is more important than putting it away. So you know, yeah. So. So thanks for listening to the this episode. Um, we'll see you next time. And thanks to Augustine and Chan for joining us yet again. Yeah, no worries.